Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And another one bite. And another one bite. Another one bites the dust. Another di- another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. And also this podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another digital season. I'm Fro. With me, I have Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? It is going extremely great today. Uh, I'm a grown-up today. You're a grown as opposed to yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You just grew up mm-hmm. in the the one day? Mm-hmm. Uh, because today I uh, got uh, my first loan, my first bank loan. Does that make you an adult? I guess so. Yes, I'm officially an adult. I guess at an age of forty-four. I guess that's how that works. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah, I wasn't aware that it wasn't that you turned eighteen. Nope, it's uh, when you take a loan from a bank. That makes sense. It's like a rite of yeah. passage in capitalism, is that what you're... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh... I've never had a bank loan. I don't plan on having a bank loan, but it might happen someday, I guess. Oh, I have planned this for a fucking long time. Uh, I have uh, things I want to do in the apartment that uh, cost money. Uh, yeah. And I'm not handy at all. Like I have ten thumbs okay. on my finger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm also extremely lazy, so there's also that. Well, and combination of extremely lazy and can't do shit. It, it requires money. Yeah, I get that. Yes, because then you have to hire something called uh, someone that does something with a wall. What is that called in English? Well, just a handyman in general. A handyman, yes. Like a tool man. Like the new South Park special. Yes, I am going to hire Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Your handyman's going to end up racing to Mars in a spaceship at, <laughs> at the end of it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so that's that's been the highlight of my day, actually, today. Yeah, but this week has gone by so fucking fast, I can't believe it's Wednesday. I'm there with you. It was just a crazy whirlwind of a week, for sure. Yeah. Um, I guess mostly just being really busy with work and... Uh, stuff around the house. I ran out of water at one point because the toilet was running, continuously running, and so the water ran out. It, uh, a lot of work, oh, a lot of do do a lot of things. So 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 you can run after it and catch it. Right? Yeah. It's that. <laughs> so funny. That's it, a great joke. It's so funny. No. <laughs> it was really <laughs> annoying actually, but it, it's all fixed now, so it's all good. <laughs> Such a stupid. <laughs> you need to go and catch it. Oh, That's the most yeah. bad dad joke ever. 
<laughs> from like the I know nineteen fifties or something. Everyone dad from the nineteen fifties. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> As I know, could be could be going around on on Earth. A kid I don't know of. Don't know who that would be with, but I guess it's it's possible. Okay, it's po- yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. I know somebody I that think... does have kids. Who? Ron DeSantis. He has kids, right? I, don't, I actually don't know if he has kids. I'm assuming he has. He has, he has yes, kids. He has. I think he has three kids. Actually, I feel really bad. Is he a Catholic? <laughs> I don't know. Is he a Catholic? Every, every, I have no I idea. Think so. I think he's a hardcore Christian Catholic, if I, I don't I wanna, remember. I want to say he's probably an evangelical, but... Uh, probably. Yeah, because Biden is Catholic, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Just uh, by the way yeah. he talks and stuff, I'm going to say... Uh, he was raised Catholic. Yeah, I, says, I thought he was Catholic, yeah. Um... They rarely discuss the particular particularities of their religious beliefs in public, is what it says. Mm. But he was raised Catholic. I don't know. The way he comes off, he sounds more uh, evangelical Christian than Catholic to me. But everything I'm seeing, it says Roman Catholic. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh... The reason why you bring up him is, of course, because we had a tiny debate this week. I watched it. You watched it, I'm assuming. I watched I watched most of it, and then I listened to the other half of or maybe two-thirds of it. Yeah. Uh, I really thought this was a fun little debate. Uh, it felt less crowded... Obviously, because there's yeah, it, but even though there was only two less people than last time, it somehow felt mm-hmm. way less congested. That's the best word for it. I agree. Uh, also, I I think it was the most lively against each other, and not only against like uh, Biden, especially Vic. Holy moly, he started out. Hot. I it as far as going against Trump, which is like the main uh, thing here. It felt like mm. just as much as last time, yeah. as far as like the amount, but uh, still not a lot. We're like, yeah. It feels like they should all be going right after Trump because he's the guy mm-hmm. they're all like they're all trying to beat. Mm. Excuse me. But it seems like they're more interested in attacking each other than yeah. attacking Trump, which I can understand because if they do attack Trump, all the people who are Trump supporters, if they, let's say something happened with Trump, mm-hmm. if the if you're the one attacking Trump on the stage, you're not going to be second in line because you're attacking Trump, right? So they almost yeah. can't. So it seemed like most of the time it was... Uh, Vivek and then what's her name? Nikki Haley, Nikki kind of Haley, going yeah. after each other, yeah. and then the yeah. other guys, uh, Chris Christie, and what's the other guy that dropped out? Tim Scott. Yeah, yeah. Tim, just... Tim Scott that made me sing another one by the dust in the beginning. Um, they were kind of like 
struggling to even get a word in edgewise. It seemed like yeah, more than anything else. Especially Tim Scott. Uh, I I like he sounded so unprepared, and he was definitely my loser of tonight. And uh, uh, I so. Uh, I have to make this very clear. I make my opinion on, up that night, so I don't care if he had lost, uh, like left, left uh, uh, his running for president. But uh, yeah, no, he was totally like out there. Like all his answers were very um, nonsense, uh, nonsense. Uh, answers with a lot of like goobly gook. Uh, he never really answered any questions while uh, Vivek uh, attacked Haley over and over and over again and also attacked uh, NBC uh, for being false news in the be- beginning of the debate. Something I find a little bit interesting that he is like, yeah, I'm here with the false news media. I'm sure you're going to ask me stupid questions. Come on, let's do this debate. Like, that was more or less his beginning. <laughs> you know, the funny part is I'm looking at the the total speaking time of, like, mm-hmm. the different... Tim Scott had the most speaking time at 19 minutes. Yeah. Um, and he felt like he wasn't there. Right, exactly. How strange is that? I, I would never have guessed that in a million years yeah. after watching nope. it. Yeah. Um, nope. Haley and Ramaswamy coming in right after him with eight mm-hmm. eight twenty six and seventeen fifty two, which those make sense sense to me. Uh, mm-hmm. DeSantis had the least amount of time, which that also makes sense to me. He kind of got lost in the shuffle a bit really, as well, yeah. but it seemed like yeah. he was kind of what's the word? He wasn't. He was doing his own uh, speaking thing. all by himself. He was like off yeah. to the side doing his own thing, and then everybody else mm-hmm. was like fighting with each other. It felt yeah, like, yeah. yeah, totally. I totally agree. Uh, yeah, no, my 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 winner was Vivek, and my loser was Tim Scott. And uh, like I said, he got me to sing another one, Bites the Dust, because uh, now there's one less. I would say, I mean, I agree with your winner. I think the loser might have been Haley because she just she got really? a lot. Of, she was able to talk a lot, but everything she said sounded crazy. I mean, a lot. Obviously, a lot of what was discussed in this was about the situation in Israel and wars, mm-hmm. also just wars around the world in general, We're talking about China and different things like that. Oh, she's a neocon. Right. They, they all yeah, are, yeah. obviously. Yeah, but yeah. she's the biggest of the neocons on that stage, mm-hmm. for sure. She's just like, absolutely. who can who can we go and murder? Because I really need, right. I, I've got this itch in my genes that I need to murder somebody. <laughs> She's like, I really, really want to kill someone. Yeah, she's like a crackhead for for war. But here's something I don't really understand. Why Tim went out right after the debate? I think probably... Maybe he understood that he was doing as bad as I thought he was doing? I think the idea that he had that much speaking time and got no bump in in any kind of like um recognition that he was there mm-hmm. he he probably saw like how many people were looking him up online and how many people are talking about him and and right. even though he had the most speaking time 
on the stage, people still were like talking about Nikki Haley. And so mm-hmm. I think he saw that and went, nobody gives a shit about me. I'm just wasting my money yeah. at this point. I wonder if he's the perfect stooge to be a vice president, though. I think, uh, do you think Trump would take him under his wings? I don't think so. No? No. I, to I, win the black votes, maybe? I, I think, I don't think Trump sees, well... I don't know, but I don't. I don't see it. No, personally. Okay. Okay. So let's uh, talk about a match made in he- heaven. Because holy moly, when I think of Taylor Green, I think of Artasa Cortez. Uh, I mean, those two are on the same level. <laughs> yeah, definitely, right? Uh, yeah, 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 totally. Well, well they're both um, members of Congress. Women? And they're women. Yeah, and the Those women, are two things yeah. that they have in in common, right? Uh, yeah, they have. Uh, do they have any letter? They are both have E's in their last name. <laughs> they both have E's in their last name. There you go. Okay, that's another <laughs> yeah. another little thing. Okay, uh-huh. uh, MAGA Republican and fierce Trump supporter M- M- uh, Taylor Green and left wing Democratic firebrand Ocasio Cortez have somehow found common ground on freeing Australian WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. The pair are among 16 of U- uh, members of U.S. Congress who have written directly to Joe Biden, urging the United States to drop its extradition attempts against Assange and halt any prosecutorial proceedings. The group war- warns continuing uh, the pursuit of Assange's American bilateral relationship with Australia. Um... This is a quote. The United States must not pursue any unnecessary prosecution that risks criminalization, uh, common journalistic practices, and thus chilling the work of the free press. We urge you to ensure that this case will be brought to a close in a timely manner. Right. So uh, a lot of different people besides Green, but a bunch of uh, mostly far right and then far left leaning people signed on to this, which is interesting. I I find that extremely interesting because it is only policy I can think of I agree on with Taylor Green. <laughs> like everything else, she's like cuckoo. I also think it's nice to see both because it's so rare to see in America these mm-hmm. two sides come together for anything at all, mm-hmm. even like. Such simple things as daylight savings time we couldn't get fixed in America, mm. right? That was on the mm. t- on the docket for longest time. Um, and f- legalized marijuana, things like that. For them to get together and actually talk about something and then agree on it is like... Yeah. That right there is even almost bigger than the fact that what they're talking about is freeing Julian Assange. It's I like... I, yeah, yeah. <sighs> having the ability for them to even like come together and like sit down at a table and talk about something rationally is mm-hmm. a step in the right direction to me. Could not agree more. Hey, extra extra. It's almost like you said it when it happened or something. Uh, Ukraine officer coordinated Nora stream attack. I am going to give you all the fucking credit for this. Uh, because you thought it was Russia at the time. 
but yeah. so did everybody else. I'm, it, there's no, you, it's not like you were uh, the odd one out in this situation. I was the odd one out, and I just happened to be right, is the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ukrainian military officer coordinated, coordinated last year's attack on the Nord Stream natural gas pipeline. The Washington Post reported Saturday, citing anonymous sources. No one has taken responsibility for the blast, which occur, occurred off a Danish island. Washington and NATO called it an act of, act of sabotage, while Moscow said it was an act of international terrorism. A former intelligence official who served in the Ukrainian military special forces, Roman Trevisky, uh, managed a six-person team but did not plan the attack. The Post reported that he denied the involvement. A spokesman for the Ukrainian military told Reuters he had no information about the claim. Um, hmm. The newspaper also reported that Zelensky, who denied Kiev's role in the blast, had been unaware uh, of the plan. Okay. Hmm. Uh, Chavinsky is currently under arrest for exceeding authority after a 2022 attempt to convince a Russian pilot to defect to Ukraine which investi- investigators said led to a deadly Russian attack on a Ukrainian airbase. So, yeah, he... Wow. Uh, the Post and Germany's Der Spiegel newspaper collaborated on reporting and wrote separate stories and agreed to publish them at the same time uh, about mm-hmm. this. So it's not just from the Post, but Der Spiegel also reported on the same thing. Both very yeah, reputable and, papers, obviously. Yeah, yeah, because we it's not that long time ago we we had an article from their Spiegel about this as well. Well, they were reporting on the boat that they had found the yeah. um evidence of explosives on the boat. That was the last thing we had yeah. heard and that this mm-hmm. boat was directly connected to Ukrainian or Ukrainians and now mm. this uh this is saying that it was directly coordinated by one of the top uh, Ukrainian uh, intelligence officials, um, mm-hmm. but it's also saying, oh, we, but Zelensky didn't know. But we all know that uh, what really happened was that Ukraine trained some uh, okras to sink the boat, Look, I mean, that's possible. It's not a problem. Yeah. It's not, well, I guess the question is, do you think Zelensky didn't know about this? No. And then he knew for okay. fuck's sake, of course. Well, yeah. let's pretend he didn't know. Is it better that he didn't know that his whole his army no. is doing things without telling him? <laughs> no. Right. So it's, it's almost yeah, it's almost yeah. better that he did know, but they're but then they're claiming he didn't know. So um, yeah. yeah. It's very confusing. But yeah, I think they trained Okras to sink the boat. That's what I think, because uh, Okras really like to sink boats. Because a fourth boat in two years has been capsized by a group of orcas in southwestern Europe. Uh, They've sunk a sailboat, apparently. Uh, Mm -hmm. A pod of orcas has attacked and sunk another boat in southwestern Europe. It's the fourth time that orcas from this region's population have sunk a vessel. On October 31st, the Grazi Mama, a mid-sized sailing yacht owned by a Polish cruise company, was attacked by an unknown number of orcas Mm -hmm. for around 45 minutes off the coast of Morocco uh, in the Strait of Gibraltar. The orcas 
repeatedly hit the yacht's rudder, causing the da causing major damage and allowing water into the vessel's hull. Despite receiving aid from the Navy and, be uh, and being towed to safety, the boat eventually sank. So they literally bashed a hole into the side of the boat. You, there's even a picture here, if you scroll down in the article, mm -hmm. uh, the second picture down. It's a picture of an orca with a part of the boat in its mouth. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Literally, like, taunting them <laughs> with the... Uh, it looks like the rudder, the rudder of the boat. The orca's got it in its mouth and is just, like, looking at them like, what are you going to do about this? <laughs> See what you made me do. See what you made me do. Right. <laughs> Uh, and like we said, this isn't the first one. This is the fourth yeah. in so many years. Uh, so far, at least three other boats have been sunk in the era, which most recent, the most recent occurred in May 2023, which we talked about at the time, mm. uh, and another in June last year. Um, mm -hmm. Reachers suspect the orcas are learning to attack boats from one another. Witnesses have also reported... No, no, they are trained. <laughs> by the by, the Ukrainians or maybe the Rus the Russians. Mm -hmm. did uh, witnesses also reported seeing orcas teach other individuals how to maximize the damage they're causing. So, like, actually, yeah, yeah actually, it's China and Russia that works together, and they are doing it in uh, the fake uh, Finland that they totally made up. Remember that that's a conspiracy theory. That makes sense because there's no fish, mm -hmm. no fish there, right? Exactly. That would make sense. Uh, no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it does seem like nature is like, fuck you, go away, is what it seems like. More right. than anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because the next thing we will talk about is uh, something involving a circus. But I have to ask you, have you ever been to a real circus? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been to like an actual circus when I was really young. I don't know that they do like circus circuses anymore. Now, they do, do yeah. They? yeah, yeah. I mean, not maybe not in America. They have like, if you want to go to You're a circus now, to it's have elephants in Norway. It's it's fucking disgusting. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure that that's allowed in America anymore. It maybe it is, and I'm just totally ignorant to it. But I mean, the circuses that I think of now is like Cirque du Soleil, where there's mm -hmm. no there's no animals. It's just all like acrobatics and clowning and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that French fucking mess but yeah no, um, the last circus I was to was when I was nine and they had seals and and um, they also had uh, uh, elephants but I don't think you're allowed to have lions there uh, I think there's something about like cats big cats are not allowed in Norway for some reason. Okay. Well, not in Italy, apparently, because a lion escaped an Italian circus uh, Saturday night and was seen roaming around the seaside town of Ladzipoli that sparked panic before authorities managed to recapture the lion. The adult named Kimba escaped the Ronnie Roller Circus on Saturday afternoon. It was on the loose for around seven hours uh, before he was finally sedated with anesthetic. Uh, footage and pictures taken by some locals went viral showing the lion roaming around the town skirting houses and fences and standing in front of a police car okay <laughs> it was trying to to be an officer 
Well, you, there's the picture down below. It's like the <laughs> cop is in the car looking at the lion, the lion's looking right. back at him, and the cop's probably thinking, I I can't do anything in this situation. I'm totally useless. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely not going out of the fucking car. That's what he's thinking. Right, you're like what is your why are you even here? You you as yeah. a cop have no no authority in this situation yeah, yeah. <laughs> to a lion. The lion isn't gonna listen to you to you. <laughs> no, the cop is thinking, did I forget to buy a cat food? <laughs> That's what he's thinking. Yeah, um, that would be good, maybe. Um uh, a steak with some Xanax. That would probably be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, some locals express solidarity with the lion, saying, I'm sorry because it's in prison. It should be in the environment uh, in the savannah, said a local resident. So they're mm -hmm. saying, like, you know, like a lot of people realized many years ago, circuses aren't great places for animals. <laughs> What do you mean? Being in a cave, small, small cave all your life is not good for you? Yeah, and being like... Um, what? Being not abused, but, you know, treated wow. poorly uh, to, tra to train abuse. them specifically, yeah. like, to act of the way you want them to act when they're wild mm -hmm. animals. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should train lions to eat fascists. Didn't they do that in Rome? Wasn't that... <laughs> yeah. That was the whole idea. Yeah. Put them, like, in a dome and let them fight for their life. That that uh, giant dome thing in Las Vegas that has the uh, giant screen on it would just make that right. into uh, the new yes. Coliseum? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And, and let them fight it out. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, Trona is going to tell the truth about fascists. And then he's going to say, fuck the fascists. This is Trump with Trump tells the truth. To everybody who went to Washington the 6th of January a few many years ago to do a coup against the White House, storm the Congress and do all kinds of crazy fucking shit, believing a stupid <laughs> conspiracy theory from a fucking baboon. Why did you went to the political establishment or the political institutions. Why? The state? They always like a rumor among people on the right that the state is fucking you, the state is screwing you, and we all we have to thank for, for all things they have, is the job creators. The job creators manage to give you opportunity to have three jobs, pay, 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 work, 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 and die with no dignity. Because there are no fucking dignity of working yourself to death. What we should do is fucking go on Wall Street, burn down Wall Street, bomb the Cayman Islands, and put an atomic bomb into Syria. Do I mean that? Of course I don't. Because I believe in democracy, I believe in processes and so on. And I think we can fucking change the world through democracy. The problem is, democracy doesn't work anymore. Because people don't believe in democracy, because they don't believe in anything anymore. They believe in the fucking people who are the problem. The problem defining what is the problem for them. The Wall Street, for them, the problem is the state. They are the government. They are the fucking unions. But they are there for the people. The Wall Street and the fucking rich fucking elite like Trump are not. 
they're not going to save you. They don't give a fuck about you. If you die on cotton fields, they're not doing your shit. And you're doing their bidding. Do you let them enslave you? You think you have that an option that they're going to give you the tools to be free. Because they're not. They're never going to give you the tools to do anything. They're going to give you the tools to obey, 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 and maybe consume a little, then fucking you die if they don't need you anymore. They are the society. They don't want you. They just want you to be fucking ignorant, stupid fucking slaves. You went revolution against the wrong people. You, you can blame me for being a communist as much as you want. But if you support Trump, you are fascist. You believe in a strong leader. You believe in a strong fucking elite, the oligarchy. Okay. You believe in people like Putin. You believe in people like who are running in China. You are. You're stupid. You're garbage. And you're gonna keep on making the world more garbage and dragging everyone fucking with you. That is the world you fucking create. Trump is not winning again. He's not, even that he is a clear criminal, he was fucking worse than Nixon. But he's getting away with it because there's no fucking decent Republican left. Mitt Romney was, but he had to resign from his position. He cannot be elected anymore because there are no fucking real conservatism. It's new conservatism. And new conservatism is fascism. People who support Trump support fascism. 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 And you're going to enslave all of us. Because this doesn't stop with you. You're going to continue fucking to us. And the fucking rest of the world. Fuck you fucking so much. I hope you fucking rot in hell. With your three, four fucking jobs. And your lovely shitty lives. In your fucking stupid trailer parks. This was drawn with Trump of the truth. Have a fucking nice weekend, fascist. That was uh, Tunt Red Helling the Truth. Thank you, Sylvestron. I uh, talk very English good. Thank you, Tron. Yeah, that was mm. that was smooth. Um, smooth operator. TV shows. You seen any TV this week? I did see some TV this week. I saw a show from MGM Plus this week. Everybody's favorite streaming service that everybody has. All the people. I have never heard of this streaming service in my entire life. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is called Beacon 23. Okay. It, it is a sci-fi show. Um, so, it, it's this lady uh, called Aster. And I think she's played by uh, Lena Hede, that I love, um, and she's uh, with an agent called Halen, uh, that I'd never seen before, uh, and they are uh, intergalactic travelers. Um, and uh, Beacon? Beacons in this universe is more like lighthouses. Okay. Uh, so every beacon is like uh, run on highly trained humans and specialized uh, AI and things like that. And uh, sh uh, 
this lady called Aster finds her way to this uh, lonely beacon keeper, Halen, and uh, they have a fight, and uh, uh, Halen uh, begins to question if, if either Esther is friend of or foe, because she has a, an ability to disguise her agenda and be kind of like... Uh, yeah, she has kind kind of hidden uh, agendas. Um, I like this. Uh, I'm going to give it a six point five. I think it it's not like ending extremely good. Uh, there's uh, only two episodes out, but uh, those are are uh, pretty good. So that's the first show I've seen. Okay. Uh... There was the finale of Big Brother 25 that happened this week. Did you watch Big Brother yet? No. Um, It was a pretty good finale. I mean, this was, you know, big because it's the 25th season. They were... Yeah. It's more money this time. Um, There was a <laughs> weird part right at the end where they said they're going to do a new spinoff of Big Brother. It's not going to be okay. Big Brother, but coming... I guess at the end of next month or something, beginning of next year, there's going to be some kind of celebrity thing that's not Big Brother, but it's within the Big Brother universe. I don't know. There's going to be some kind of new Big Brother spinoff show. Big Brother universe. Yeah. Um, And they had a little commercial for it right at the end. Uh, So once you watch it, you'll see it. It had some previous... uh, Big Brother contestants in it and some celebrities in it. So I'm not sure exactly what the hmm. new show is going to be, but it's going to be Big Brother adjacent in some way. I don't know. I was happy with the winner. It was a pretty good season all in all, except for that very first episode, which was the worst episode of Big Brother of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was fun. I'd give it a, what, a, a six all in all. Okay. Well, my new favorite show uh, is The Curse. Uh, this is on uh, Showtime. Okay. Uh, oh, I love this. This is so good. Uh, Emma Stone uh, and Nathan Fielder in the two main roles. Um, so, <laughs> it is about a couple... Uh, that are married and uh, they are going to start a new home and garden TV show. So it's a show about a TV show. Um, is it a reality show or is it like a... No, no, no. It's a drama about... Okay, I see. It's a drama, yeah. Uh, I would call it a comedy drama. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, and they are new, newly married and it's... Uh, it's it's uh, they are trying to also to conceive a child, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, they uh, get a uh, alleged curse put on their them. Right, um, okay. Yeah, I love this. This is so fucking good. I am a little bit sad that you don't have Showtime because 
this is probably one of the best new shows I've seen in quite a while. Uh, just the first episode is out. I'm going to give it a 9.5 look. I really, really loved it. All right. Uh, something on... Where was this? Hulu? Oh, HBO Max. Uh, Love has won The Cult of Mother God? The Cult of Mother God. That's what it's called. You see okay. this? Nope. There's only one episode out, but I think they come out once a week, which is not normal okay. for most streaming services, but I think it's also coming out on, like, regular HBO, is why. Mm. Uh, it's, you know, another documentary about a cult. This cult is... Uh, was started by a woman named Amy Carlson, who okay. believed that she was... Uh, she was God. Uh, mm. Which, you know, that's how cults work. And a bunch of people, mm -hmm. she gathered a bunch of people through the internet to join her at this, like, makeshift, you know, compound where they had a bunch of campers and everything. They were getting high on drugs and uh, making, mostly just making videos for people online. Um, but then mm -hmm. everything gets really weird at the end because, well, you even right at, in the first episode, you'll, you'll see. But, um... Yeah, they have a good cliffhanger at the end of episode one, so I'm excited to see more, to be honest. I'd recommend it to you, Fro. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's as far as documentaries go, pretty standard mm -hmm. cult documentary, which we've seen a lot of, you know what I mean? But mm -hmm. it's more of a new cult. Like, they're talking about in the video, like the, because they have a lot of found footage from not only the cult members themselves, who are filming themselves mm -hmm. on their phones and stuff, but also from, like, some of the raids the police did on this place, like, body camera footage and stuff like that. Um, these people are talking about, like, QAnon and stuff like that. That's how wow. recent this cult is, right? So, um, yeah, we're checking out. Uh, I give... I mean, there's only one episode, but so far I give it a 7.58, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. I saw a documentary series uh, from Netflix called Mysteries of the Faith. Uh, of the Faith? Of the Faith, yes. Okay. Uh, it is, guess what? Uh, it's uh, the history and uh, mystery behind uh, Catholic uh, relics, um, like the Shroud of Theron. Um, uh this is a stupid show. I watched two episodes and I'm totally out. You're going to hate it. I'm I hated it. It's very Catholic propaganda show. Uh, I'm going to give it a two because it, it's watchable. Wasn't the Shroud of Turin totally fake? That's what I remember. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I could sworn that like years ago they they found out that that was totally fake. But okay. yeah, but it it's. It is like that. It isn't about the Shroud of Terror. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. I thought it was about, like, a bunch of different things like that. But okay. Yes. Yes. Speaking of the Catholic Church, actually, Subterrenia, sub sub there we go, Subterrenia, <laughs> which is hard to say. It is very hard to say. And it's about the Catholic Church, but also the Italian mob? And how mm -hmm. they're kind of, like, intertwined in a way. Um, mm -hmm. I guess this is a spin-off show of another show. Which I didn't realize until looking right. up some uh, things about it. 
exactly the same as me. Okay. But I don't <laughs> yeah, think, yeah. like, once I got into the first episode, I didn't feel like I was missing anything by not no. seeing the original show. Um, me neither. Yeah. But it's mostly about a family, no, two families. Uh, mm. One family is like the big mob family, and the other family used to be a big mob family, but now they're kind of like subservient to the bigger mob family. Like, uh, except mm-hmm. one of the brothers of the smaller family is married to the daughter of the bigger family. So it's kind of what, a Romeo Juliet type situation a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um,. Yeah, this also had a really good cliffhanger uh, at the end of really? episode one. Yeah. So I definitely watched more of it. I don't know if, like, I like it. It's, it feels a little uh, Game of Thronesy, but with the mob. Yes, yes. Yeah. But I think if people liked Game of Thrones, they'd like this also. The thing is, I didn't I, like Game yeah. of Thrones. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, no, it, it very much felt uh, Game of Thrones, but... Uh, in a good way. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I definitely liked it more than Game of Thrones. I think because, so, too. Hello. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's more of the subject matter with the mob and everything that I mm-hmm. like more than, you know, the fantasy genre, which I'm not a huge fan of to begin with. Right. But, like, the the feeling of it, like, the, uh, the families fighting against each other, the inner struggles of that whole thing, and, like, the politics part of it, that all feels very much... Uh, like Game of Thrones. It was fun, mm-hmm. though. I think uh, the acting was good, and the story is very almost kind of soap opera-y, you know? But mm-hmm. I'd give it a... What, what? I don't know, a 6, I guess? 6.5? Yeah, I gave it... Yeah, I gave it a 7, actually. Yeah, I really liked it. There's certain parts of the cinematography and stuff that's a little low-budget, but not as low-budget mm-hmm. as something else we're going to talk about, so... Uh, oh, do you mean NCIS Sydney by any chance? Yeah, I, I do. I've seen higher budget yeah. pornos uh, than this. <laughs> or at least higher quality cinematography. <laughs> Holy fuck, how did this come on TV? <laughs> I don't, I do not know, it's honestly. I really don't know. Okay, so for people that don't know, NCIS is an okay show. It's totally watchable. It's, this it's, is not. It's also kind of just propaganda, but this... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is not watchable at all. It's actually terrible. It Like, I, like there's one scene in it where the, him... There, okay, there's an NCIS ag, agent lady, and she's in Australia because they have a, a nuclear submarine there, which, first of mm-hmm. all, that's concerning that that's just part of this TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, and then there's the cop from Australia who he is like a port officer, so mm-hmm. he controls the port, and he, he runs all the investigations there, but she ha- is higher ranked than, than him, and she's running, like, all the stuff as far as with the ship goes. Um, mm. And so they have to work with each other, but they, what, don't really get along at the beginning, but they slowly start right. to understand each other. This lady is actually, I was like, who, I've seen her somewhere before. She was in the remake of River Wild that I saw earlier Mm -hmm. this year. Um, Mm -hmm. That's the only other place I think I've ever seen her. But, uh, and then the guy I've never seen before. But a lot of these people are Australian actors, so maybe we wouldn't have seen them, right? 
Right, and the one person that's American was in the new NCIS, I think. Oh, okay. I I don't yeah. ever watch any of those. I know there's so many, and there's like a million that's, versions of the show. There's six hundred, yeah. And this is one of the worst ones. I mean, the cinematography is the worst part of it, and maybe oh, the dialogue so also. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's super generic, but it's just it feels like it was shot. I don't. I don't know how to describe it other than, like like I said, there's certain scenes that I was ready for it to turn into a porno because of right. this, how it, yeah, the yeah. dialogue and the way it was shot and everything else. It was a little like, bum, 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 bum. Hi, I have a package for you. Oh, how big is the package? There were, cer- <laughs> there were certain parts of it that if you were to, like, cut them out and then put in a, a porn scene right after it, it wouldn't go mm. be out of place. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> I don't know. This was really bad. Uh, mm-hmm. I- I'm trying to think of w- what was redeeming about it. Not much. I'm going to give it a, a 2.5. Oh, look. I gave it a 1.5. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Your turn. Uh, it is my turn. Oh, I, the last thing mm-hmm. I saw was Murder at the End of the World. This was yeah FX show, um, but it was on Hulu. That's where I saw it, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about a young woman who had a crazy past with a, what, uh, an artist, and then she mm-hmm. wrote a book about it. Uh, her book starts to get a little bit of acclaim, and this billionaire reaches out to her to come to, like, a secret dinner that she doesn't even know where it is or why she's being invited or anything. I mean, I feel like yeah, the, this type of story you've seen a million times. The the billionaire invites a group of people to a, yeah. to a secluded uh, hotel where it's in the middle of nowhere, and then somebody gets murdered, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in the yeah, name of the. Uh, it's in the name of the show, for Christ's sake. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get a little more obvious. Uh, is there going to be a murder in this show? Right. I wonder. <laughs> and is and is it going to be in the middle of nowhere where nobody can like uh, reach yeah. them? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I like this. I I liked it too. It's really well shot. Yeah. The acting's good. It's there's a little bit. It's a little bit predictable. It's like, okay, he's clearly the bad guy. Like, from the very beginning, it's like, oh, okay, I've seen this movie before. Uh, But other than that, I I, I had fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, I like Clay and Clive Owen. Uh, He he plays a very fucking good heel here really, really well, Mm -hmm. I think. Uh, I think the acting in this is superb. Uh, The storyline is so-so. Uh, I'm interested in finding out who the murderer is and things like that. So, yeah, it's just, like I said, it's just a, a kind of generic murder mystery thing that you've seen yeah. a million times, and it's a little predictable, probably. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, but it's it's well put together. So overall, I'd give it. I mean, it's I had so much fun with it. Uh, I'd probably give it an eight. I think this was uh, yeah eight eight point five. But I think this in the that love has one documentary. I I, I want to see more of both of those shows more than mm. anything else. Yeah, I actually gave it a nine. I would probably I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the end of it yet, but I'm going to. So maybe I'll be there by the end of it. 
Uh, oh, I've just seen two episodes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Are they more than two episodes out? I don't know. I, it's on FX, or it's on Hulu, right? So I'll, I'll, there might be. Let me check. Nah. Well, the last thing we both saw, sadly, is uh, Surviving Paradise. I don't even know where to fucking start with this episode, because, hello, it's Grey Grey. There are only two episodes out. Okay. They're coming yeah. out weekly. Uh, mm, nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, episode... What are we on? Episode four? Yeah. Four, yeah. Do not take this box. After two contestants... Uh, oh, two new contestants crash the poolside party, a trust-testing survival drop challenge shakes up the group's dynamic and raises the stakes. Trust-testing? I guess it is a little bit <laughs> trust-testing, but it, it would... What they do is they just have a box that says, do you go to the villa or do you not go to the villa? And then they play that right. old British TV show game. The carrot game, yes. The carrot game where you have to... One person knows what's in the box and they have to trick the other person into thinking what they want them to do. So if it says, don't go to the villa, you need to trick the person into taking the box or vice right. versa. Um but in this one, it, it because this game, as far as we can tell, is solely based on like making uh, people happy with you, so that at the end, apparently, they will vote for you to win the money. We think we're not really sure because we don't know the rules. <laughs> A lot of the time in this, they are just like, "Oh, this is what's in it." I promise you, be because they're trying to build trust with this person, mm. and so they're going to tell them exactly what's in it, and. Uh, even if they have to suffer the consequences to build a relationship so that that person mm -hmm. will vote for them in the end. So in, in a way, this game was kind of broken. Oh, but that is not the worst part about this episode. So, okay, we got two new people. That's totally okay. Uh, the, the three women come back to the camp. That's totally okay. Uh, there's so much weird about this fucking episode. But what is maybe the, like, hey, we are making things up as we go moment of this fucking episode is when they all of a sudden double the sum they can win. Yeah, the prize money goes from 100000 to 200000 mm -hmm. Not, but not for any reason. It's not like they were nope. like... The the game has be, been made twice as hard, so we're doubling the prize money. It was just like, nope. oh yeah, by the way, the prize money's doubled. Okay, now let's continue yeah. the game. And you're like, mm -hmm. why? Why didn't you just have it that much at the beginning? Why now? What's the purpose? Like, I... Uh, they, they, uh, they just they are were like... making things up as they go. Look. It seemed like they, maybe the contestants... This is my thought. You're shooting the show, right? And the contestants mm -hmm. are starting to get sick of not really knowing how the game works and, like, just bumming around. Because it sounds like some of the people, the people who have never been in the villa, which are the three guys, they've mm -hmm. been at, at the camp for a full week, is what they said in this episode. Mm -hmm. And my thought is those people are getting bored, and they're like, this is stupid. I don't even want to be here anymore. Like, why am I even doing this? And so the producers were like... We need to give them a bigger incentive. Let's double the price mm. money. That's my only thought as to why this happened. Uh, Tabata, uh, the best heel of 
uh, any fucking uh, reality show in the world. She is uh, going to be on my list of the best villains of all time because holy moly, I hate her. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, now that I'm done with Big Brother, I'm going to go and watch uh, whatever's out of the, the villains show. That's my next reality show I'm going to watch for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've only seen two episodes, so I'm going to watch whatever else is out. I, it, it's probably not over yet, is it? Let's look. I have no clue. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's talk a little about Eurovision, believe it or not. Uh, we actually have a Eurovision song out, but we have decided to wait. We will We will wait a little. France all, all, all just decided, oh, we're going to put this out. Uh, but uh, they have decided that United by Music is going to be the permanent Eurovision slogan. Uh, for people that don't understand what a big deal that is, they change it fucking every year. Like, they have done that since, like, they had slogans. Uh so, what is the reason behind this look? Uh, the logo- slogan was created by the BBC to demonstrate the unique partnership between the UK, Ukraine, and the host city Liverpool at the 2023 contest earlier in the year, and reflects the power of music to bring people together across the world. Yeah. Okay. So it was brought. Okay. It was made by the UK. Yeah. Seems like since this is like a bunch of countries that everybody should have a say, but sure, whatever. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Uh, the s- actor strike is over, Fro. Aww. Aww, okay. Uh, the actor strike is over with union representative performers last week approving a tentative agreement with the Hollywood Studios. Leaders of the Screen Actors Guild characterized the deal as a big win with the contract uh, achieving significant breakthroughs on actors' pay and putting guardrails on the industry's use of AI. Um, let's see. They got streaming bonuses. It says new contracts earn a success payment along with the usual residual payments if they work on streaming projects that attract a significant number of viewers. Uh, disclosure of viewer viewership stats as far as, like, Streaming services go, which mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting just even for us because we've always mm-hmm. been like, well, is uh, he's all that? Is that really a popular movie or are they just like pretending it's a popular movie? Remember <laughs> that Addison Murray movie? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the artificial intelligence stuff, uh, they got huge uh, stuff or you know, it says. Actors are entitled to compensation at the usual rate for a number of days they would otherwise have been paid to do work for uh, digital replicas performing. So even if your likeness is being used, you get paid for it, which that's pretty big. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds cool. It's I I can see it being confusing in the future. Like, what do you how do who do you pay once that person's dead and you're using their likeness, mm-hmm. their estate or their family or that that's when it mm-hmm. can, can get, I but mm-hmm. they probably it's probably in the fine print or something. Hey, look, have you ever heard the American expression "Don't forget about the Alma"? Uh, 
Alamo. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what that is a reference to? Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, but technically, but it. <laughs> <laughs> you really got you really got me going there. Oh my god. And uh, no Luke. It's the Battle of uh, Alamo. <laughs> okay. With the uh, David Crockett and all those things. David David Crockett. Uh anyway, I bought a book co- called Forget the uh, uh, Alamo. The Rise and Fall of an American Myth. By Brian Burrow, Chris uh, Thompson, and Jason Statford. Really interesting book. Uh, 12 hours and 15 minutes on Audible. And you can get that book and so many more cool things on audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. Let's talk about some movies. Do you see any movies, Rob? Yeah, to be honest, I have seen seven movies this week, but I will take one uh, franchise because I saw um, uh, the first three VHS uh, movies again. Oh, okay. Because I hadn't seen them right. in quite a while. And then I found out there's three other movies in the VHS series that I hadn't seen. I I just thought it was two. So I saw the three other ones. You just watched these over the whole week or something? That's a lot of of VHS in. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. What do you you think uh, as far as, like, the whole series? Oh, I love it. Like, but I... If you don't like small horror movies, that's weird. Like, don't watch it. Like, yeah. Okay. The other movie we saw was what? The Killer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the new. Why can I not ever remember the name of this director? Uh, David Fincher. There you go. <laughs> um. Yeah, it had Michael Fassbender and mm-hmm. what, Tilda Swinton was in it for a minute. Not really. Mm-hmm. A lo- she didn't have a huge role in any mm-hmm. way. Like, right towards the end, she kind of just showed up. Um, but yeah, it's about a, what, a killer who uh, mm-hmm. has to kill some other killers who killed uh, somebody else, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of killers killing each other. It's It's your classic, what? revenge uh, assassin movie uh, mm-hmm. but it was really well put together in that uh, it has like a almost like a ghost dog feel to it if anybody's seen that very movie. much yeah yes. yeah where it's like got movie. a like a voiceover and he's talking to you mm-hmm. but also it's a monologue of what's going on in his head at the time uh, as you're watching the movie um yeah and that I really like about it, because that's, you know, it's it's easy for that to, to seem cheesy and dumb and kind of, like, uh, amateur. But this came off, mm-hmm. I thought, really well. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it. 
I mean, it's it definitely kind of a popcorn movie, not really like something to be taken super seriously, but I'd give it like a seven. I, I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I really dig this movie. I think it's one of the better Netflix movies of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, not being a very high standard, to be to be fair. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I think it was very stylistic. A tiny, tiny bit too slow, maybe. Um, I would have cut it down maybe like half an hour. Uh, twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, maybe but, twenty minutes. I don't know half. Yeah, but like, yeah, it was a. There were slow parts, but then there were other parts that you know were the huge action scenes. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you yeah, know, I give it a seven point five. I really liked it. Uh, very Fincher. He's very good at directing. Very, a lot of interesting shots. He's very good at shooting movies, like in general. And the dialogue was really well done, which, like I said, it mm-hmm. could have come off as pretentious doing that, like, voiceover mo- inner monologue thing, but it, it yeah, did. Yeah, but it, it worked. Yeah, it yeah. totally worked, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Disney reveals Disney Plus, uh, as we know it, quote-unquote, will mm-hmm. shut down. Um, in the past days, Bob Iger and... Uh, Needs people to prepare that Disney Plus will soon be a thing of the past. The Walt Disney Company has been struggling to compete in the streaming television world, despite the company's vast catalog of classics, plus Star Wars and Indiana Jones and then Pixar. Its streaming service Mm -hmm. has been unable to overtake Netflix as the world's most popular platform. Well, if that's what they were trying to do, they were going to fail, no matter what. Disney Plus remains a competitor against Netflix Max prime but it also turns out that the stream platform is actually losing the company hundreds of millions of dollars yeah yeah uh for months bob Iger has promised there would be some new streaming service that would combine the catalog of disney and hulu and the streaming platform co-owned by disney and comcast which we already knew that hulu remember when they separated it out they bought hulu and they're like hulu's yeah. gonna be with a place where the disney stuff goes that's like yeah. mature and then Disney yeah. Plus is going to be like the family-friendly place where all that Disney stuff goes. Yeah, uh, and so stupid. And then the Fox deal happened, and all the Fox stuff ended up going to Hulu instead of Disney mm-hmm. Plus. And like that's how it was separated. Now it sounds like Hulu is going to end up being also Disney Plus. Isn't that kind of how you're there? Disney Plus is Hulu, right? Yes. Yeah. So I wonder how it's going to be for you. When this happens, because it's like nothing will ever change. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, nothing will change. I think um, like Americans will probably uh, feel it the most. For me, for me, I watch uh, all Hulu things on on Disney Plus because uh, that's just how it works place. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's separate here, but I don't have Disney Plus because. There isn't anything on there that I would want to watch most of the time, and anything that's new that's coming on there, it's like, it isn't worth the amount of the cost, because it they don't put out enough new things constantly, right? They put mm-hmm. out a new thing here or there, but most of it is like superhero shit and Star Wars and stuff that I don't care about. There's also that. Mm-hmm. But I have Hulu, so if they are going to combine, does this... 
hopefully it means I'm going to get access to stuff I didn't have access to before. I guess is my point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I it's uh, I I think it's a uh, thing in the I I I think things will change when it comes to streaming services. We see that definitely with Apple Plus uh, as well. It's also like uh, thinking their strategy again. Uh, actually, the Netflix, uh, two words about Netflix that we don't have in, in the news because it literally happened today. Their first uh, golf tournament was live today. Oh, yeah, their first live sports thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hmm, we'll see. Uh, it says here, Iger revealed that beginning in December, the new service will be beta testing as combined as a combined app with Hulu and with both apps being permanently replaced March 2024. So, mm. we will see what happens next month. Not long to wait on that one. Nope. All right. A movie coming out about Elon Musk, apparently. Uh, mm -hmm. A biopic directed by Darren Aronofsky. Who is a good yeah. director, but I'm confused so as to why good. he's choosing to do this yeah. movie. Yeah. I love him as a director, so I am optimistic, question mark? Uh, the biopic, that... It says the biopic of billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk is now in the works uh, with independent studio A24 also. So that's like yeah. also a good sign. Variety Magazine reports that A24 triumphed in a heated competition bidding war over the acquisition of an authorized biography, which was published in September. Um, it, the, oh, the book was highly criti uh, criticized, with Guardian describing it as dull, in, insight-free doorstop of a book. Okay, so that's not yeah. a good sign for the movie. <laughs> no, but... I mean, if anybody can make it interesting, it is Darren Aronofsky, to be uh, honest. Okay, yeah. I'm, yeah. It just sounds like if it's based on this book that's a fluff piece, then maybe it also is just going to be a fluff piece, which that I'm not really interested in seeing. Uh, yeah, but, but Aronofsky would never fucking do that. He wouldn't steep to that level. I don't know. Well, I I mean, he's, he's working off of this, this text, right? So, unless he's Bringing yeah. something out out outside of the book into the movie, then I don't know. Yeah, we will see. All right, next week, news of the week, TV and movies of the week, uh, Surviving Paradise episode five. I think we've determined yeah. there's nine episodes, so we're about halfway yeah. through now. Do you think we will ever fucking know the rules? <laughs> we'll know the rules right at the end when they actually decide a winner, and then we'll be like, oh, that was the rules this entire time. <laughs> That's the only time I can see us actually figuring uh, out what the rules are, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, no, oh, we didn't uh, really talk about this, but uh, uh, this week we uh, they are going to start eliminating people, so... Oh, that that's right. Well, we didn't talk about it because I completely forgot. So there's that. Yeah, yeah. I I totally forgot until now. So <laughs> yeah, they haven't been eliminating. We didn't think they were going to eliminate people at all. Uh, but yeah. then when they added the two new people, it only makes sense that they would eliminate people at that point. So mm -hmm. yeah, and they did like a little recap at the end, which was uh. 
we thought they were going to spoil something, but they they didn't. But we, it did show us that like where they're going to go with the game at least a little bit. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, hey, remember the chess anal bead scandal? Uh, yeah, I do. I think. Yeah. I think we determined that was probably not true, but uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> there's this YouTuber that uh, put uh, the conspiracy to a test. Uh, I have to say it is one of the most funny videos I have seen in quite a while. I've never heard of these guys, Josh and Archie. Never uh, heard of them either. <laughs> but yeah, they put out a video uh, playing chess against each other. It says here the code they used as far as like the buzzing. Uh, mm -hmm. It was simple. Begin at a1 square every time they would mm -hmm. send a set of buzzes to indicate the location of the piece that was to be moved and then mm -hmm. the square should be moved too fernandez believed he was appearing <laughs> on a tv show about whether people could study something enough to master it in three months watching the chess computer analyze the moves he revealed that fernandez had been had played perfectly up until about the 13th minute when the program was then unable to exploit one small mistake and ultimately che uh, checkmated him. Okay, right. so he didn't actually win, even though he did. He was even though he was still cheating. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. But it, yeah, it is. It was really funny. <laughs> really, really funny. Yeah, it was a good video. At least, uh, yeah, I I yeah. feel like it could have. Well, what's the best word for it? It wasn't exactly a scientific test. There we go. But no. it, it was no. it was fun. Yeah. Uh, GTA 6 uh, got announced that we will get a trailer in December. Early December, I said. <sighs> Didn't they release some Skate 4 stuff this week, too? I saw a bunch yeah. of... Yeah, I saw some Skate 4... Uh, footage that had come out, like they're, they, I think they just Ooh. put it in pre-alpha where people are actually able to play it, but it's not like uh, really? completely rendered and everything yet. Yeah, mm. I don't know why I know that, but I do. Hmm. Uh, because you're a skater boy, you are a see you later boy. I am a see you later boy. Mm-hmm. What, uh, there was the Boogie 2988 documentary that came out. Um, so good. It was a good doc. It was sad. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you it's weird because you want to feel bad for him, but at the same time, you don't feel bad for him because he's kind of... He's such a weirdo. It, I think it's because he doesn't <laughs> take any accountability for the fact yeah. that everything's going wrong. He's like just blames everybody else, so it's hard yeah. to feel bad for somebody who isn't willing to, like... Just accept that this is that maybe he's part of the problem. Yeah, I think that's mm -hmm. the best way to put it. The, I think the the filmmaker did a good job though, and it sounds like this filmmaker is going to do some other documentaries about other internet celebrities in the future. Because he did an interview on H three where he talked about doing like maybe a um, shoe nice doc or something like that. Oh, so that could be interesting. I would love a shoe nice doc. They were, on the interview, they were like, you should do a review bra documentary also. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, that could, I mean, who else is a really interesting, I think uh, LA Beast, that would be a really good doc mm -hmm. also, yeah. Uh, Curtis Connor, have you watched his stuff? Mm-hmm, yeah. 
And he did the deep dive into the Potter universe. Right, yeah. It was kind of one of those iceberg-type videos, yeah. Really funny and really good. I knew some of the stuff about, like, the the people who, not shapeshift, but uh, dream shift or whatever, reality Mm -hmm. shift into Potter world or whatever. Some of the other stuff I didn't Mm -hmm. know about. Yeah, he also apparently is putting out a stand-up special at some point, like, yeah, or maybe it's already out or something. I don't know if I'll see it or not, but um, that could be interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I think it might just be coming out like on his website, so I don't know if I'll mm-hmm. see it until it gets picked up somewhere else. What mm-hmm. else happened this week? Oh, the Jacks, the Judge Jacks film. Finally, uh, the channel had a reboot. Really. Uh, yeah. So we talked about. I want to say last week, or maybe even the week. I think it was last week. That mm-hmm. he had put out a video saying, oh, this is what I want to do with it. I'm going to have people send me stuff and I'll critique mm-hmm. it. And that's what he did. And I was, last week, I was like, oh, there's no way you could do the bingo game with that. But he did. He made a bingo game by, it. it is very similar to Zero Views on Red Cow. Like, the way he set it up mm-hmm. is, like, people send him stuff to critique. He critiques it and, uh... At the same time, he does, like, a Twitch stream where he he has, like, a bingo card where he checks off things that are just common mistakes, I guess, that, like, new creators would make. Does that make sense, I guess? And so, uh, yeah. It's kind of a fun okay. little take. I don't know. It's You just have to check it out. Go check out the Judge Jack's films. I think there's only one video on it uh, so okay. far. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get it on the ground cool. floor. If you like it. Uh, are we going to mention it? Uh, fuck it. Okay, so... Have you heard about the completionist? Uh, I don't think so. So, he had... Um, uh, he has, sorry... Uh, um, a, a thing where he every year like gathers like people and uh, collects money to dementia. Okay. And uh, it came out this week that uh, he hasn't used any of the money. Like uh, he says that he he uh, he had used it on uh, on research. But it's all in one account, just sitting there, not doing fucking anything. I guess that's better than him spending the money, which is where I was expecting you to go. Yeah, with it. but the, the thing is, like, they don't really know if all the money is there. It's complicated. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> um. That, that's not good, but I guess it could be worse. I've never. I don't. I think I've heard of this guy, but I don't. I don't think I've ever watched his stuff. Yeah. Mm. Uh, McKamey Manor, the saga continues as it apparently is oh now God. under investigation. Uh, yeah. The police are actually involved now. So mm-hmm. I don't know where this is all going to go, but I wouldn't be surprised if in a few months we're talking in the news about Russ McKamey being under arrest. <laughs> I really, really hope so. And like... It seems like such a 
fucking disgrace. Uh, they went to another haunted house. Uh, uh, I watched their podcast today. I haven't watched and, uh, the, the podcast yet. I'm going to download it and listen to it at work. Um, mm-hmm. But I heard them talking about it before they went and that they mm. were super terrified and that, like, they were, like, going into their personal life to, like, find out personal things to mess with them. So yep. I'm interested yep. to see what happens with that. Yeah, I... Really, really good. Uh, it also, in the other the, the other podcast they did, they said, like, basically why they can't release the footage that they got from the hard drive is mostly that they don't want to... Uh, not embarrass, but, like, they're... There's people on in this footage that would be affected by it, right? So mm-hmm. they they gave it to them first, and if those people want to release it, they can. So I don't know where we're if we're. I think we'll probably see some of that footage at some point, but not yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Carl Jobs and um, oh my god, uh, what is the other guys uh, called? And. Um, uh, some ordinary gamer that has gone through this uh, the completionist charity thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know Mudahar. I don't know the other guy, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, the last thing I had was the Nerd City Azuland video, which was probably the biggest talking point of the week, I would say, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So Azuland is a YouTuber, Canadian YouTuber, I believe, um, mm-hmm. who I knew because she dated Cop, who was a huge, actually, GTA YouTuber for a while, mm-hmm. and now is more known for trying to, like, create an AI of himself to do his YouTube channel. Right. I don't... Very, very yeah. strange guy. They're not dating anymore, but that's where I knew her from. And mm-hmm. she had always been compared to Sniper Wolf because, I don't know, they have a similar look. They do similar content. They are both reaction channels. Uh, but Nerd City kind of went into a deep dive and did an interview with Azuland where she says that Sniper Wolf full-on just copied her. Like, they basically went into the receipts in the Wayback Machine to show, like, even that... Sniper Wolf was saying that Azzy Lane was copying her when it was the opposite. It, she was like gaslighting her fan base, basically to beli- to attack this woman. Which mm. I think all the proof was there in the video. I, I didn't see anything. That, uh, I haven't seen anybody come out with anything that denies that this is true. I don't know about right. you. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Okay. Yeah. No. I, it was very, very interesting. A very, very interesting uh, video. And I, I, do you think we will hear, hear more about this? Uh, it, I'm. I know that Sniper Wolf responded and and said like, uh, that the as far as the thumbnail stuff goes, she responded saying like, oh, that's not true because uh, I was definitely doing it first, even though. They show the Wayback Machine in the video. I don't know how mm-hmm. she can deny it, but she's still denying that that's true. So, <clears throat> I'm, I think... I, I don't know where this is all going to go, but I feel like m- possibly more people are going to come out about uh, 
stuff she's done to them as far as it seems like she's just a you know a mean girl like yeah and that i'm sure there's other people that she's done the same kind of shit to so Mm. that's my thought well we're going to end with something we have not do done in quite a while i actually can't remember the last time we ended with something like this but i have found a new trailer for us to look at look Okay, let me open it up. Uh, this is Arthur, the King official trailer with uh, Marky Mark Wahlberg. Arthur, like Arthur King, uh, the Knight's mm-hmm. Table, and all that jazz? I have no clue. Okay, not super excited for this if that's what it is, but give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. That's right. a very blue screen. Come on, Arthur. This is our time. Oh, Arthur is the dog's name. Okay. Mm. It's a trailer for a trailer. We all know anything can happen out there. Sometimes we feel lost. We push and we suffer. We keep going. What the fuck is this? Hey, what happened to you, boy? You don't look so good. Meatball? Look, this is not what I thought it would be because I also man. thought it Just would be uh, like King Arthur. I'm definitely getting lifetime vibes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? This music does not fit at all. No. No. Like, what the fuck is this? It's a triathlon, right? That's what they call it? But yeah. then he's he's doing a triathlon with his dog that's not his dog. What is it, boy? Yeah, because it's rem- remember it's the king. What is this movie? I don't know. Is this just a version of Benji? Did you ever see that movie? I did when I was a kid, but I barely remember it. Yeah. That's what it's giving me vibes of, like Benji vibes. Benji vibes with running and bicycles and canoes. I don't understand. I guess it's... Uh, oh, cute dog. But I don't understand why they need the triathlon part of this. Right? I, because it's based on a true story. Incredible true story, even. Oh, I see. Yeah, now this gives me so fucking bad vibes. <laughs> what is this movie? I was hoping it was going to be a shitty, like, King Arthur thing. No, you know the dog dies at the end, which already makes me sad. And I've just seen the trailer. Okay. That was a movie, I guess. That was a movie, I guess. You haven't done that in quite a while. (laughs) Okay, I'm Fro. I'm Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another di- another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen.
another digital citizen another digital citizen another digital citizen another digital citizen